Mooney, Worm, Telepadfoot, and Prongs present the Maraudcast. Welcome to episode We Don't Really Know of the Maraudcast. I'm your host, at Stars in the Mood 2218 from Instagram. This is a podcast that a bunch of Harry Potter fans are coming together to make. My name is Casey, if you forgot. I'm your host. Just a reminder, there may be some weird tech issues, so please try to ignore them. I also just wanted to remind everyone that all of our episodes are dedicated to all the lives lost from the pandemic and all essential workers and everyone who's followed all the precautions and guidelines of the past year. We know the last year has been really hard. We hope to bring you a little joy through this podcast. We are filming this episode really randomly. We just filmed episode three today, but we needed to, we realized we needed to speak out against some things. And we know there's definitely going to be some times where we can't post an episode every week. So we're just going to do that today. Um, so yeah, on this, today's episode, we're just going to be talking about a few things and then we'll play, we'll do a quick fun thing at the end. Um, this is an episode you should definitely watch. It's talking about the Harry Potter community and different people in it and how we need to stand together at all times because let's be real, the world's not in a great place right now. If you have not listened to our other podcasts, make sure to go check those out, but you do not need to listen to those ones to hear this one, because this one is probably one of the most important podcast episodes we will ever do. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. For this episode, we have our three main people and me, your host, um, just so we can talk about some things that need to be talked about and not have everyone on for this episode. Um, so I'm just gonna introduce every- we're all gonna introduce ourselves. As you know, my name's Casey. I've already said that in the past two minutes, but my name's Casey, my pronouns are she, her, and I am your host. Okay, now I'm gonna let, um, I'm gonna let Jet introduce themselves. so go ahead, Jet. Okay, um, hi, I am Jet, and I go by they, them pronouns, preferably- I am gender fluid and can sometimes go by she, her, but just to be on sure side, so always go by day them. There's that. And I am someone whom you will probably hear a lot about, or hear a lot from. Like, I'm a recurring person, so yeah. Jet, if you haven't already realized by watching our other episodes, Jet is our resident, Ramus Lupin. Next up, I'm yeah. going to have Milo introduce themselves. I'm, oh. Hi, I'm Milo. Um, I go by they, she, but usually they, so they will be better. Um, I'm also a resident podcast here, I guess. Um, yeah. And next we have Praying for Wednesday. Sorry, I'm just saying either their username or their actual name because I'm so confused today and I'm really tired. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves now. Hi, I don't think I've said my name on the podcast. I'm Alondra, and I go by um, she, they, too. Um, most of the time, I'm a they, um, and um, if you haven't known from the other podcast episodes, I'm Durs. They're the resident Re- Regulus Black. Sorry, it's cutting out a lot today. Um, I'm the resident a lot of people. Let's be real. Um, but anyway, um, in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about some, uh, deep things. We're going to be talking about different communities and stuff within the Harry Potter community. And we're only going to be talking about what applies to us because we don't feel that it is our job to 
well, not our job, but it's not our place to speak out for other people. We will always support them and we will always help them be able to speak out and have their voices heard, but it's just not our place. So I'm going to let everyone talk about what we're going to pretty much talk about what it's like to be a certain type of person in the Harry Potter community. And for me, obviously, it's not as difficult as everyone else, and I acknowledge that. I'm not trying to be a white savior. I'm not trying to be any of that. I'm trying to be able to support my friends and everyone out there and make it, for them, safe in the community and make their voices heard at all times. Obviously, I have struggled with different things, but no nowhere near as much as other people have struggled and I hope that if you were like me out there and you aren't a part of the LGBTQ plus community or you don't know if you are or if you are a white person or if you are a Christian just in certain communities you are the typical person that is safe at all times and you need to be able to stand with your fellow Harry Potter community and fellow people in general and help them. So I'm probably not going to be talking a lot this episode until the end. I'm just going to be here for emotional support because I want my friends to be able to speak out against the injustices they've had. And we will not be talking about certain kinds of, we will not be talking about certain things like speaking for people of color or Asian people. We are currently working on getting the different people of of color and different people that are Asian and different sexualities, religions, and genders in general on the podcast so they can talk about it. But anyway, I'm going to shut up now and I'm going to let everyone else talk. Whoever wants to start can start. Okay, I think one of the things that we should address first is the blatant homo and transphobia here because all of us are some kind of homo, I think. Hold on. We'll see. That's that's a Casey note. We'll see. I'm I'm questioning. We'll figure it out one day. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start by saying you know my pronouns, um, but my sexuality is asexual, even though sometimes it doesn't seem like it, and um, pan romantic. Or I'm on the asexual spectrum. I should. I don't claim full ace. Who wants to go next? Uh, yeah, I can. Um, yeah, same for me. Uh, well, I uh, my sexuality is uh, pansexual, and obviously, I heard about my pronoun being they, them, and I'm gender fluid, so very much LGBT was there. <laughs> um, I guess I can go. Um, you obviously know my pronouns, which I'm still kind of figuring it out because it's very confusing. Um, I'm a lesbian. I don't know if I'm on the asexual spectrum, still figuring out, Um, and I guess that's most of me, so far at least. I also just wanted to clarify what we meant by certain things, and this is just a side note. Um, We do not support, like, pedophilia, because that was a whole thing, I think, last year, of them trying to be, like, in the LGBTQ plus community, we do not yeah. support them, and I don't want anyone thinking that because it's happened before when I said something on my Instagram story. So I just wanted to clarify that. Um, yeah. Like I said before, I am questioning my sexuality. I mean, I really don't know, like, at all. It's very difficult. I'm Me and my one of my friends are at the same time. but So I'm not going to talk a lot about 
that from me just because I don't know and I don't want to actually be like straight and have said all of something because I don't think I could I don't want to be that person so yeah. like I said I'm not going to talk about this episode I just wanted to clarify that and I'll probably clarify some other random things throughout the episode but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go away again okay okay oh I'm just gonna clarify what a couple of those things mean because I know not everyone knows everything and Google Sun's not the most helpful place for me lesbian I guess it's kind of a commonly known one um obviously just liking women um it can kind of range for other people like non-binary people or genderqueer kind of ranges or at least for me it kind of changes um gender fluid is you kind of change between genders I'm pretty sure I don't know the exact definition of it um what else was there pan right pan is I don't actually know how to explain pan very well someone else want to I can so I used to identify as um, bisexual until one of my friends told me, no, you're pan. So I do know this. Pan is more looking for love than actual gender. I like to think that it's like, at least with me, it's like I'm gender blind because I cannot, because I don't really care about that. But Jet, if you have more to add to that. Uh, personally, I don't see myself as gender blind. I think it all depends on the person uh, when it comes to pansexuality and just being pan. Uh, for me, it's just, you know, if gender matters for the person you're with, that's fine, but also, like, it's more of the personality. That's what's important. Yeah, that's how, that's how someone explained it to me, that it was more about your personality than your gender with pansexuality. I just didn't know if it was true. But yeah. thank you for clarifying. But it doesn't mean they can't have a type, though. That doesn't mean they can't have a type. Yeah. Pointing out, for instance, how I have a strange obsession with gender bent serious black with a Doncaster accent. I will have that. I'm also, going, I'm, also, I'm also going to add something else because my aunt likes to say that I'll believe your pan when you get with a random object or animal. It is not bestiality and it is not yeah. whatever getting married to an object is. It's not that. It's actually just falling in love with someone's personality rather than their gender. Yeah. Okay, um, we have asexual, which for me, I'm on the asexual spectrum, I think. I don't really know. Still trying to figure that out. Um, it's pretty much you don't like, want sexual relations. And that's at least for me where you don't feel the need to. I don't know if anyone else has anything to add to that. Yeah, um, just going to add like, I consider myself on the spectrum, too, because I can get, like, all of that stuff. But the thing is, I have no desire to. And I don't and I don't think I ever will have a real desire unless I'm, like, super, what, like, you know. Can I, like, and, clarify one more thing? Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Okay, so when I'm saying I'm questioning, I don't want people in my DMs unless I specifically ask you to try to help me figure out and I'm pretty sure I speak for most people that are questioning, they don't want you to try to, like, analyze them and tell them what they are. They want to figure it out from themselves. If you want to help, that's a different thing. But just being like, no, you're definitely bisexual, you're definitely pansexual, you're definitely asexual, that's that's just, it, in yeah. my opinion, that's not okay. If someone asks you what you think, what they think you are, that's a different thing. But don't come into my DMs randomly and be like, I think you're this sexuality, because I... I just don't know and I want to be able to figure out for that myself and if I have a question for someone that feels comfortable answering then I will ask it yeah um, 
That is so important. I asked my friends if I sounded bisexual, and they were the ones who said no. Like, because I didn't know. It's very important to know we don't want you helping us unless we ask for it. Yeah. A friend of mine, she, uh, or she, they, that she's both of pronouns, um, came to me asking, like, how I knew I was gender fluid and, like, uh, uh, if there was possibility that they could be as well. And I answered honestly about it and we have figured, and I've helped them figure it out. Need to respect. I think that's all for the defining unless... Like, we're just defining our own sexualities, right? Yeah, it can change for other people. Like, I know for me, like, being a lesbian sometimes changes. It's more like the quote-unquote normal, as you could say, male that I wouldn't really be interested in. But it kind of changes depending on the person and their personality. So it's not just looks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, if we're done with that part, I do want to address something, too. First of all, the pedophilia thing. Yeah. If you are straight, don't go to an LGBTQ plus person and say and say that we support pedophilia because obviously we do not. Can I? And if okay. you do, you're just asshole. This leads me into one of my other clarification things that Casey needs to say. That I've go. seen on Wattpad, AO3, a lot of places, Snape times students, Lucius Malfoy times children, um lots of adult times child in the harry potter fandom you should know that is not okay if it is like like um i don't want to hate on any ramus times tonks fans but if the thing is for me if there's an age gap between you and your partner but you met as adults i really don't care what you do but to me if you met that person as a child like a young child and then you you grow up and then, like, they, they're they older, they're of age, and then you start dating, that does not sit with me right. I mean, it might be different for your relationship, but stop making books about Snape Time students. It is not okay. Okay, I we will might, say... I say something quickly. We might want to um, describe what that is, because not everyone might, might know what it means. So Snape Time students sh- is, like... Snape- no, I mean the... Oh, what, what, yeah. Milo, what were you saying? Go ahead. I was talking more about the pedophilia because not everyone might know. Okay, like I, what pedophilia is? Yeah, pedophilia is when an adult preys on a child. Either it could not, it doesn't necessarily be sexually, but it can be in, in any type of grooming. Um, it's pretty much an adult having an inappropriate relationship with a child, whether that is sexual or not sexual. Typically, it is okay. sexual, but anyway, I'm gonna stop talking now. I want to circle back to that later, but I was also going to add, I think I speak for everyone here. We don't support the super straights. We don't. No, no. That is, that, my sister and my cousin like to say that they support them, but they don't really understand that preference is different from sexuality. And my sister described it best when she was trying to defend them. Not my little sister, not the one you guys met, my older sister. Can I say, okay, so one of my friends um jokingly said super straight and then had like the two colors which if you didn't know is also the porn hub colors um and mm-hmm. i said yeah, also the grinder. yeah i also yes. I, I was like you want to know why it's those two colors it's because porn hub is the only action they're ever gonna get <laughs> and that's the truth love that and love that 
I'm just going to add this out there because my sister did describe it um, perfectly. See, this is her, this is her, um, this was a quote from her. See, when the straights make a sexuality, it's important to point out the word make. They want to be included in LGBTQ plus movements, apparently. Just like when, just like when people tried to do straight pride and all of that, because... These people are the ones who want to feel special, who want to, like, it's not okay. You can have a preference. Like, I, like, I personally can probably date a trans person, but I can understand if someone else doesn't. And especially if you want to have children or something and the parts don't work like that, but you cannot act like, you cannot say, you cannot invent an entire sexuality for it. That's stupid. Yeah. Can you tell it makes me angry? Yeah. Yeah. And I say people angry at these people who it's just not a good thing to happen. I don't even know. I also um, wanted to do another quick thing that I will let other people talk after. Um, this is because I've heard in multiple parts of the fandom um children being abused by parents or friends or just relatives in general and we want to let you know that there is someone that will listen. You need to tell a trusted adult you need to get out of there. You need to pull a serious black and get the hell out of there. If you need to rent or something, all of our DMs are open. I have yeah. said that in multiple other episodes. Um, your parent, know. just because it's your family or your friends, it doesn't mean they can't be toxic. You need to get out and you need to find someone that will help you. Because we don't want just- you to see you hurt. And I'm just going to put this out there. I know that at least one of us, aka me, can relate and will talk to you on an equal level, knowing that knowing what that sort of thing is is like. I don't know if anyone else here has been abused, so I'm just going to say that on my part. Hi. Anyway, our next. Um, I'm gonna. Can I imagine? Yeah. Go something, ahead, Milo. Okay. Um, I'm just going to talk about like gender and all because it's definitely like for me when I was first figuring out it was very confusing and my brain was like kind of going crazy and it's normal for things to be confusing and it's hard when someone I was like at first I didn't really understand why it was hard for people to correct people's gender like when I thought I was when I still went by she her um and then when you realize that it's actually really hard to correct someone and asking someone's pronouns isn't rude. It isn't weird. It's something that should be normalized now. Asking someone, like, do, are you feeling, like, do you feel comfortable with going by this? And they'll either say yes or no. And it feels really nice to people who, um, and it feels really nice when you get asked because it means that those people are thinking about how you feel and not just going with what they see because you could be in, more of a toxic community where you can't like portray your image with how you look and some people might assume your gender because of how you look and that is not always the easiest thing to change if you can i'm also just gonna quickly remind everyone and not just you guys just everyone on the pot that's listening right now um if you are part of any community at all obviously besides ones that aren't really oppressed characters just remember characters are different for different people so if someone let's say idolizes Sirius Black and 
Sirius Black, they see as bisexual, and Sirius Black helps them come out as bisexual, then you should let them have that, and you should let the, you shouldn't be like, no, I see him as gay, so he has to be gay. He's gonna be different sexualities for different people. Now, on the other hand, you can't just call every single Harry Potter character straight, because that's not the case. Even in the books, and even the actors didn't think most of the characters were straight. And in that case, that was just J.K. Rowling being J.K. JK Rowling. Rowling being, being a bad officer. Yeah. So if you see if you see Sirius Black as bi and someone else sees him as gay, just leave each other alone and just support each other. But like, if someone's being blatantly homophobic, that's a different story. I'm not trying to say no. Sirius Black isn't gay or he's just bi. I'm trying to say just respect each other's opinions. But if that opinion is homophobic, then it does not count. Um, I'm also going to put this out there because I have a couple unpopular opinions and I have gotten hate comments over it. If you have your if you have your things and you come across a fan fiction or something where it's talking about, like, say with me, it was a gay Remus, um, bottom Remus um, fan fiction. Do not leave a hate comment. Just because the character is, quote, canonically straight. Because the truth is, technically, you don't even really know. Because, first of all, Tonks was non-binary. That's how I view it. And so you don't actually... You can't leave comments like that just because you don't agree. It's stupid and it's a fictional world that that helps people. If you have such a strong opinion about it... Make your own answer, make your own Instagram where you have those type of opinions. That's what fanon is for. It's for sharing your opinions on something. And yeah. even if someone else doesn't agree on it, there's you don't really need to leave a hate comment. You can express your opinions in other ways by finding a community of people who share those opinions. That leads me into another connected topic. Being a fan right. account. I'm just gonna say Yeah, go ahead. I, yeah. Um, because I have some, like, more personal attachment to those kinds of things. Because, especially, like, if you're friends with someone or even more, like, in a relationship or something, and you guys have different, like, headcanons or ideas about a character, you especially got to be careful with what you're doing when it comes to comments or what you're doing afterwards because you don't realize how much you can hurt someone. Like how, for instance, me and my ex were disagreeing how not, how I could see Sirius as a gender fluid in the future. Like if he were, if he were to live in twenty twenty, I could see him being gender fluid. But my ex disagreed, and would just blindly ignore my head canon completely, and would cosplay his own not long after, not realizing how much it would hurt me, and then later, gendering me a lot and such. Just saying, be nice to people when it comes to those kinds of things and don't just completely disregard anything that they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to you need to know, like, say in my case, I consider myself having been raised by Remus and Sirius, and so I have my sort of things. You need to understand that some people have extreme emotional attachment to these characters. And you yeah. can't just you can't just ignore that or say that we're being over dramatic because it might not be that way for us. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to add on to something really quick. Um, 
then I'm gonna let everyone else talk. I know I'm talking a lot more than I said I would, but I do have some points that I just need to make sure since I'm kind of, I'm just the host. I mean, they're, these guys are literally pretty much the same level as me, but, um, it's, yeah. Anyway, um, being a fan account, especially on Instagram and TikTok, is really difficult for a lot of us. Like, if we don't have a post out every single day, people will DM us hateful things, and if we write a character a certain way, or portray it a certain way, um, some, there will be so many hateful comments just saying, no, this person isn't that way, you did it wrong. Like, I made a post the other day, and it was about, like, James walking into a prank situation and like uh, or not a prank situation but it was like it was a text post and like um being like why am I even surprised this is normal and like I got a bunch of dms being like no that's Ramus that would do that not James and I was just like and like people were literally telling me to take it down and I was just like no so just please be nice to fan accounts and how they write things that was just an example just because obviously that was the first thing that came to mind. But if a fan account writes serious as a bottom or a top or whatever, leave them alone and just find another fic if you don't like it. And remember, yeah. you can block people or unfollow people. So just yeah. leave it at that. People behind fan accounts are still human beings too. Yeah. And also think, like we mentioned earlier, it can be personal attachments like things that we might be terrified to post but we still do and if you guys like push us down from what we have written you don't realize how much that can hurt us like i wrote a whole explanation on one of my posts because i was so terrified of posting it yeah yeah i'm gonna gonna go back to what casey was saying about the not posting every day like right now i'm personally in a bit of like a writing funk and an idea funk but i still love to be on the community because I like to see other people's ideas and share conversations about things. And I personally felt the need to post something on my story, like explaining the whole reason. And then I realized like a couple days after that I didn't really need to do that because it's like relating to me and my personal life instead of like the community. It's not like I've gotten like a bunch of hate comments and I just don't want to post anymore. It's just personal thing so if someone isn't posting every day that you really enjoy it could and they don't like share something about it it could be personal it could be something they don't want to share and we don't have to share everything like personally some of my life on here is completely different from my other like I guess you could say normal life or not online life um it's not really normal life it's like my not online life um and so you don't need to like so it doesn't feel nice to have people go after you. And obviously that doesn't happen to me, but I do know some people who've had gotten so many hate comments that they've had to take like a long break because it's just not good for their mental health and all. I'm just going to also mention this because this is important too. It, just be sensitive with your comments too. I got some comments that they might not have even been seen as hate comments. I know I've gotten a total of at least two hate comments, but I've gotten comments that might not be seen as hate comments, but to me, they actually brought a panic attack because I thought I was doing everything wrong. Like, yeah. some people do have problems with that. Oh, and also when it comes to sending direct messages to people, um, if it's something that you think that they were not in the right to 
on a post or anything like that, like on their story, be nice with how you're saying, because some people have gone through some stuff from before that it could like trigger. I nearly had an anxiety attack earlier today because of uh, uh, something like that happened. Just remember, and they didn't stop. Just remember that I'm just going to say this quickly. Just remember that if you don't want those words said to you, don't say them. And I just wanted to bring up the fact that cancel culture, as people today call it, really toxic and instead of canceling people even just for writing a fic just educate them on how you see it and help them instead of cancel them because most of us are teenagers or young adults i'm not speaking for everyone but most of us are and we're just trying to try we're trying to do our best and we're just trying to um not write anything offensive trust me I reread all of my things multiple times before I post them because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So don't try to DM one, DM someone if you wouldn't want that DM sent to you. Okay, I'm. can I circle back to the pedophilia thing now or are we still talking about this? Yeah, and then I just have, yeah, and then we have a few more things we need to talk about. Okay, I'm just going to circle back to the pedophilia thing. I'm going to address wrongs, first of all. Okay, some people don't understand the 13-year age difference, the fact that Remus probably met Tonks when they were very, very young. And some people need to understand that that can be potentially triggering for some people. I know for a fact that I, know for a fact that I have been groomed twice and they all ended in some things. Oh, shit, trigger warning. Fuck. Damn. Don't worry, there's gonna uh, be a trigger warning on the beginning of this video. Okay. Um, but I know for a fact that I have been groomed by two grown men. I know that I know that each of them have touched me in inappropriate ways. It was also I know that I have gotten raped once. At least once. No, hold on. Once by someone my age. I'm sorry, I am saying this so weird. Um You're fine. Groomed by two it's grown men. Okay. Yeah. And just the idea of Remus and Tonks just bothers me that much. Like, it bothers me because of that. It's, to me, it is wrong and bad. And it sort of puts Remus in a light that I don't want to see him in. And it's important to know that the pedophilia stuff, like, um, the pedophilia stuff, like, showing grown-ass adults naked or with students or things like that, it is triggering and it is very like it brings some stuff back and sometimes you just need to understand that some people try to justify their shifts by saying it was after they were out of school but these but the adults still knew those children when they were 11 yeah and that is wrong there's also sometimes where people are doing it as a joke with like crack ships and it's still not okay. Like you need to realize that yeah, if you're trying to be funny, it's not funny to do that. It's actually harmful for people. Like I've seen I've seen some pretty funny crack ships where it was like um where there was this one fanfic I need to send this to you guys in the Discord, it was so funny. Um but it was uh it was of Fred and George t- testing out their daydreaming pro um their daydreaming potions and basically what ended up happening was um they were testing it on people and Sirius got 
this weird vision of him with um with um Snape and there was even a part where he called him Sevy and that was hilarious to me. Ah, was another, I hate that already. Was I wanted to stem off this conversation in a way. So there has been, I've told all three of them, um, kind of been a little traumatized lately. So there's, I've seen a lot of incest posts and I just oh, wanted yeah. to say mm-hmm. that I don't know what the hell you're into, but that it's not okay. Like the whole Fred and George thing, weird. They don't or like serious it either. And regulars. Wait, what? Or serious and regulars. Yeah. Or yeah. even yeah, like no. it's just like think, yeah. Do you really need to write that? No. Yeah. Like if someone but I'm just going like I'm some, just going to say I'm not trying to kink shame, but that's not really a kink. That's kinda weird, bro. Yeah, I was going to say this last thing, and then we can go move on from this freaking fanfic. There was another part where um, Molly had a vision of Sirius coming in and saying, "Need me like a pie," and uh, ah! aren't they cousins? No, it's enough Stop now. It. It's enough. Stop. Stop. Okay. 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 Can, it's almost three a.m. here. I don't want to hear about this. <laughs> Well, we know what Jet's going to be having dreams about, but anyway. No, um, um, trust me, I will be reading some Wolfstar before I go We can go back to the pedophilia theme. We can can go back to the pedophilia. Well, they were together in the fic. The problem was it was the daydream projects going awry. Um, But we can go to, we can go back to the pedophilia thing and why it's wrong. It is wrong because someone over the age of consent Times someone under the age of consent is not okay. Obviously, I'm not talking about for America, for example. I'm not talking about a 17 and 18 year old. I'm talking about a 14 year old and a 40 year old. That is not okay. Yeah. yeah. Or 14 and, and 18 a, year old is even weird. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's why it also feels weird for me when, okay, firstly, for everybody's information, when they know for a fact that I'm pansexual and all of that, I'm also 19. Don't come flirt with me because I know majority of people are under eighteen years old, and it's rarely yeah. rare. Except seventeen second, and up, that's it. At the moment, the I turned twenty. I think I'm the second oldest here, and then and then I don't know who's older, my lower Casey. It's me. Yeah. yeah. So it's important. To, okay, it's important. Overage people don't go flirting with Milo, Casey, or me. Underage people don't go flirting with Jet. The oldest yeah, I will, don't. the oldest I will talk to is sixteen, and the youngest I will talk to is fourteen. I'm just saying, I'm I not dealing with middle schoolers. Anyway, I, I have won't. at least two yeah, more topics and... to talk about. Um, <laughs> I just keep thinking of things. Sorry, you guys can keep going. Uh, by the way, there are people that have actually like that. There, there are people that are young that have flirted with me before, and I have been really uncomfortable with it. Like. Yeah, it's it, like you need to realize these like people are going to be like, yeah, but if the younger one is just a joke, like, no, it can make people uncomfortable. Think Please of it this way. That. If there is if you're 14 thinking it's OK to date an 18 year old or an 18 year old thinking it's OK to date a 14 year old. Think of it this way. Do you want to be 14 dating a 10 year old? I don't think so. Yeah. Mm. And it's also important to hold on. What was I going to say? OK, someone else talk. I forgot. Anyway, our summary is pedophilia and incest are not okay at all. It's also very triggering. Also, yeah. extremely. Also, triggering. for the people that are writing serious and regular shit, 
you do understand how traumatized both of them were from their parents being second or third cousins. Yeah. Also, also, I'm just gonna put this out there. Padfoot x Remus. Really, guys? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, thanks for that. It literally took me a minute to process that it wasn't just normal serious times Remus, and I was just like, oh, fuck. Okay, I'm gonna do a segue into our next thing. Okay, can I mention one more thing? Yeah. Okay, so we're definitely gonna have more episodes relating to this more serious topic that doesn't mean... Okay, um, sorry, I said serious. Um, um, I'm ruining this moment so much. Okay, um, there are going to be more episodes with serious topics, and we're still going to have fun topics, um, and we're still going to have games, but this stuff is happening in the world, and we want to speak on it because we can and we have a platform. So, just if you don't feel comfortable listening to it, that's okay. It doesn't need to be for everyone, but just letting you know, this will there will be more episodes about this, and hopefully we'll be able to get other people who can speak on things that they've experienced so we can get other perspectives on what's happening in the world. Time for yeah, Casey yeah. clarification. Anyway, when we're talking about incest and, like, uh, uh, adult times child thing like the sexual thing we aren't sh- like sp- shaming on people that write smut not at all we're shaming on the people that write old person times baby child and incest that's what we don't like we we are fine with anything else just well not anything else but i think everyone gets gets what i'm talking about anyway this is a great segue into my next thing our next thing that we're going to be talking about is mental health i'm going to start because i actually have mental health problems so um i have anxiety and um i have i i'm not diagnosed with anything other than anxiety but um i have been told by many professionals that we need to look into different things such as depression but i'm not going to talk about depression until i'm diagnosed um please remember if you are a fan fiction writer do not write about mental health that you have not experienced because you are going to stereotype it and then make it even more like a stigma around certain things like for example there is this person that comes into my school and talks about trying to like destigmatize um different mental health problems and then explains them in the most in the most like in the way that they're always portrayed like anxiety is someone who can like a very shy person who can't do anything who isn't like can't be in any kind of activity or anything well i'm over here I'm shy until I get to know you. I'm literally in every single hu- club humanly possible. I'm very, like, out. I'm not outgoing, but I'm very, like, out there. And I try my hardest at everything. And I feel like when you write something that you don't experience, like, mental health-wise, you're just putting more of a stigma around it because you don't know what it's like. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking now before I start Yeah. yeah. crying. Yeah, I'm going I'm going to put out what I have. I have anxiety. Those. I may have some sort of minor PTSD, and I'm only seeing that because I talked about it with my therapist, and she says that, like, I used, I, blo- I blocked out memories from my childhood. Like, it's things like that where it's like I have these certain symptoms, but I cannot say for sure I have minor PTSD. And I have, and 
and I am autistic. So writing about that sort of stuff, it's important to know, like, say, that movie, Music, by Sia. I, I don't like Sia. Autism, like, and made it, and how she literally made Maddie, I can't say her last name, Ziegler? Ziegler, 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 I don't know. Um, how she made her a caricature for an autistic person. I have been told that I cannot have autism because I do not act like that. And that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And the majority of autistic people are actually extremely smart. And it's, well, not the majority. Well, yes, the majority. The majority. But I can't say it right. Like, I can't understand what you're talking about. Yeah. And... Um, the thing to remember is that it's an actual thing that affects people's lives. But if you have not experienced it, you cannot you cannot write it because um, you do not you do you just you don't know how it is. And um, it's also it's also important to note that I'm just going to add this: um, autistic people are not little toys or little objects for you to think are cute to think need your help or to be a savior to like with the with the movie music um there was one interview where the interviewer compared autistic people to not non-verbal autistic people to be specific but i still think i still think that it should just be referred to as autistic people but referred non-verbal autistic people to wigs to non to I can't see. I forgot the word, but to object. And Sia just agreed, even though she apparently did three years of research. That is wrong. Yeah. That is not okay. I also and just, there are just. I just want to quickly. There are just certain things that you cannot write about if you don't have it. Okay, yeah. Continue. So I'm just gonna say, like the whole sexuality thing, like we talked about. Um, if you have autism, you have depression, you have anxiety. And you want to write that, or you see a character from Harry Potter, um, there's a big one in Criminal Minds where people in the show and outside the show think Spencer Reed is autistic or, like, is on the autism spectrum. That's fine. If you are, if you think that, um, Ramus Lupin is autistic and you see him that way and it helps you to, like, feel, it helps you to, like, it almost understand yourself more that's fine just remember that if you don't have those things you are not in the position to you are not in the position to write that like okay i know a neurotypical author who won't convert um they they tagged remus as neurodivergent but they would not confirm they would not confirm that he had um autism or anything like that they wrote him really well but they still wouldn't say it because it was not their place to say that and that's just something to think about. Like, you can't just... I don't even think they should have tagged him as as um, neurodivergent. But they wrote... But um, it was still something to... Like, it's still something... They wouldn't confirm he was autistic or had ADHD because it wasn't their place. It's okay if you write them with that sort of characteristics. And if people ask, you still need to say... You still need to say no. That's you still need to say no. It's not my place to write that sort of stuff or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I personally 
haven't been diagnosed with anything. Um, my mom's a therapist, so I have talked to her about that type of stuff. Um, I have had a couple of panic attacks and anxiety attacks, but I'm personally not diagnosed with anything, so I try not to write about something that I haven't experienced. Um, but if you really feel the need to write something about it, even though you probably shouldn't, you can try to talk to someone who has gone through that and try to get the right evidence and make sure if you do research that you're getting information from the right platforms. All I'm going to say is typically don't research it unless someone you know who has experienced it is telling you because I'm guaranteeing that if you look up, um, like if you look up something to do with anxiety right now, it's going to tell you the most, like the most basic thing in the world that everyone kind of already knows so if anyone has anything else to say about mental health in the fandom go ahead um uh i haven't gotten diagnosed with anything but a lot of people uh, according to me someone who who isn't officially a therapist but works within mental health has said that i possibly have anxiety um and i have struggled a little bit panic attacks ever since i was 14 and uh, also with anxiety attacks, and sometimes I sometimes feel them build up even when we have the podcast. So I so it's for you guys. If I accidentally go quiet, it's nothing on you. It's my brain being weird. Same. And, um, yeah, same here. Yeah. And um, so I, if I ever write like uh, when I, for instance, write panic attacks, because I sometimes will write like a character have a panic attack. How I write it uh, is how I experience it because people can experience things differently and that's something to remember. Like you can't experience a panic and anxiety attack differently, but they can have similar things. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Also, this is a good segue into something else. There are different types of depression and anxiety. There's social anxiety, there's anxiety in general. If you don't have social anxiety, but you have regular anxiety, don't write to social anxiety. Um, If you have, like, see, my depression and anxiety are very likely chronic just because they very likely stem from my autism. So I'm not going to write seasonal depression or I'm not going to write bipolar depression or manic depression because I don't know how to write that. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I have very... Like, I have, I don't know the word for it, but I have very, very extreme anxiety in all situations, whether it's... I think that, I don't know. What'd you say? I think that might be some, I, I don't know what it's called either, but the first thing that came into my mind was, like, panic, like, panic attacks, but I don't think that's the right I word. Don't, I don't know, but yeah, I just think that, remember, just don't write things that don't apply to you, like... For, like, if it's, like, a very well-known ship that has to do with sexuality, like Wolfstar, for example, I haven't found anyone that has a problem with me writing that, but if someone did, I would stop. And, like, it just, it's, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. I'm just saying, especially with mental health, don't write it unless it applies to you. And I'm not saying, oh, my great-uncle has depression. No, I'm saying you. Yeah. yeah, it's also okay. Go, Jack. What it, yeah, um, there is one thing I've done a little research on myself, and that is that people that yes, people can have a depressed moment in their life, but not everyone is actually have depression. Like there's a difference between having diagnosed as with having depression versus having a depressed moment in your life. I had a like 
I was depressed in for when I was 14, for instance, and I have done research that yes, I in fact did in fact have like keen typical depression, but it didn't go to the point where it extended over a long period of time. So we didn't. Uh, so I tend to ignore completely what happened when I was in ninth grade, but that is also one thing to point out. So I can. So I will write about like uh, how I once wrote like how for, how is a fourteen year old James going through similar things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would never write about someone in like having gone through like actually like being diagnosed with depression and going through it all. I can't really because I I don't know what that's like. I know what it's like to have had a depressive moment when you are in middle school and you have a lot of stress on you, and everything is happening. You feel the world's falling over you. But I don't know anything about how it's how it is for a long extended period of time, and that is something to be really like important to remember. I okay, can... hold on. I'm sorry. I was, Go I was going to ask. Okay. I was going to ask if I could do the next topic, but you seem to have something else to say, so go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say that, um, if you think you have anxiety, depression, autism, ADD, ADHD, PTSD, OCD, etc., just because you think you have it, if you think you have it, one, you should be going to therapy and actually seeing a professional about it not you shouldn't be writing about it or you shouldn't be discussing it with people online unless you are diagnosed and they are as well and i just wanted to say in general mental health can be affected by a lot of things it can be affected by um struggling with sexuality struggling with gender struggling with um pedophilia in your life struggling with everything pretty much and i do have a few more to- I think I have a few more topics before we get into our game, but I think um Quickly, I'm just gonna say I am gonna see a professional as soon as I start university. Because I do want to know what the heck is going on in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's also worth it it's also worth it to note though. Um some people can't see professionals. When I was in seventh grade I could not see a de- I could not see a professional. I was on a super mm-hmm. long waiting list and could not get and could not get and could not get to a professional until the end of the year. It's okay if you can't see a professional, but until you know exactly what's wrong with you, try to refrain from talking about it. Lo- not it, from talking about it. Yeah. From, yeah like, you discussing know it with random people on the internet or discussing it in writing. Unless, you let's say you're having anxiety attacks. You can write that in your writing. Just don't be like... Just don't be like, I have anxiety or I have depression if you haven't been diagnosed. That's my summary. Anyway, um... Um, Can I say one real quick thing? Um, This is more if there are Norwegians out there listening. uh, There is actually, like, in Norway, there are mental health, like, telephones. Like, they are not... Like, they are sort of professionals, but they can't exactly directly diagnose you. But they can help you and you can talk with them and they can help you through a lot. Like... I recommend like uh, talking with like a teacher or something about these kinds of things because I did that and my teacher uh, showed me to this like mental health uh, help center nearby to where I go to school. I talked with them about things. I recommend doing that because it's much better that than talking with some random people on the internet. Yeah, there is also suicide hotlines and many other hotlines in America. You literally just need to type in what you need. So if, let's say you need a suicide hotline, just type that in and type USA or your state, whatever. 
and um the number will come up and please please use it don't try to get other people on the internet to stop you from doing something it's not their response professionals Professionals. we love the professionals and also also, i'm just gonna put this out there because i used to be this type of person and so i know about this if you just if you say you're gonna kill yourself for attention you're a piece of shit i'm sorry you are yeah and i'm just saying that because i used to be that way because i used to just be a super toxic and general person I pray that I'm not anymore. I don't do that anymore, at least. But if you if you say that you're going to kill yourself for attention, you're just a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted to quickly talk about one other subject, and then I'm going to do something oh, real yeah. quick. Um, I just wanted to talk about friends on the internet. Just Not just necessarily the Harry Potter Marauders fandom. Just in general. Um, I personally had a really bad experience with some friends i still talk to some of them we're cool we're fine but there was this one person who ended up really affecting me and they are an adult and i'm not going to tell their name their username or anything but they did we did get into an argument i was a bitch back then i was a bitch from all the middle school and i think a lot of us are and i ended up realizing my mistakes over a year a course of a year and i ended up dming all of them apologizing for what i said because i knew what i said some of it was wrong but i was young and i did learn and i did apologize and i'm proud of myself for that and the one person that i did apologize to who is an adult there is multiple adults that i knew they said don't even talk to me and i was just like can you I I understood that I most likely did hurt them, and I do feel bad about that, but don't be like that. Just say, I, just either say you're sorry back if you really mean it, or just say, thank you for apologizing, but I don't accept it. Be, be nice. That's all I'm trying to say is just be nice to people. Can I, can I, can I mention one more topic though? Yeah. The fetishes, the fetishization of gay people. We need to talk about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Jet, do you want to start? I just want to, two things actually. So I want to quickly say one more thing also about the friends internet. Don't date okay. people that you actually don't know properly. Yep. Oh, yeah. In my, there, done that, don't recommend it. Uh, yeah, I, I dated someone for two months, um, and things didn't go that well. My Taya, that's the very same ex that also uh, disregarded my head is the cause of like half of my anxiety now for talking about what I personally think and believe. Uh, just don't da- don't date people unless you properly know them. Get to know them properly. Like legit, he started dating someone two months after we broke up that we- he knew before he met me. That's saying something. Um, anyways, as for the fetishizing thing, <laughs> my thoughts exactly. How to explain it? Uh, oh, can I say? Firstly, there was a. I'm gonna say something when you guys are done because I've had an experience. Okay. Um. Well, firstly, we have the fact that um, it's different for for everyone when it comes to uh, comes to that because some people because what do you mean like fetishizing of uh, gay people and like yeah. <clears throat> excuse me uh, it's late <laughs> uh, when it comes to that 
Personally, I think it, it's the biggest when you're writing smart stuff. Um, and it's obviously, for instance, to do certain things, you know what I mean? And, and also, I know for a fact that there are a lot of actually like straight girls that will write about two guys getting it on and all. And I'm just going to say it right now. A lot of people are talking shit about how two guys will be uh, be like, ooh, about lesbians. It's the same shit the other way around. Yeah, I have yeah. something to say about that. So one of, me and one of my friends in real life, we were hanging out one day. And there was this guy who wouldn't leave us alone, kept finding us on all of our social medias. And so my friend decided that the best way, I know it probably wasn't, was to be like, I'm with my girlfriend, who she pretended was me. Yes, I know that we don't, we might not, I, we're confused, okay? And so, um, she, she said that, and then we got a DM back on all accounts that they could possibly have saying, can I watch? And they wouldn't leave us alone. And, yeah, it was, and then we've, we've gotten harassed in public saying that we're lesbians when we're dressed, like, when I'm dressing more feminine and she's dressing more like she's dressing more just like in a sweatsuit and like which one very stereotypical two don't assume people's sexuality that's not okay anyway i'm gonna yeah. shut up again okay so i just wanted to add this too because jet made a good point before the co- podcast and i think that this is very important to say i'll let i'll let jet explain it um better but i'm just going to add some of us use smut as a tool. Like, I definitely use it as a tool to show dynamics and show trust. And, but also, Jet put it in a certain way where, um, Jet sometimes, um, I'm sorry, I can't speak. Um, Jet and I are non binary. It's, Jet, can you explain it? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so as someone who is, you know, more fluid in the gender and all that, I sometimes have moments where I feel extremely masculine. And the yeah. problem with, you know, being born female, but you sometimes feel extremely masculine, like to the point where you could almost think that you're trans, but you don't because of your how some days I will feel I will feel more comfortable with being very much in between or sometimes more feminine and all that. So my gender is very fluid. Writing that is like going like you can actually like lift through that because you don't you can't actually do that ERL like you can't go through that in real life if you get me like you sort of live through what you're writing mm-hmm. yeah what I, you wish you could have like be able to do but you can't yeah. but I live through Rima sort of when yeah. I am on my most masculine and I was just going to put this out there because there have been times when I considered um be not being trans i guess but consider the idea that i am trans female to male now i don't i now don't think that i am but sometimes i honestly do feel like a male and that's usually when i'm writing smut and that's and um sometimes i feel extremely feminine and it was how jet said it i just could never put it into words until jet put it into words before this podcast Um, I want to add something onto the whole gender thing. Um, Sometimes it's really confusing, I guess. And for me, 
I'm still figuring out whether I'm like non-binary, I'm gender fluid, I'm demisexual or whatever, or demi, I can't speak. Sorry, I didn't mean demisexual. Um, and it sometimes changes for me, at least in the middle of the day, and things can get confusing and uncomfortable and all. If you know someone who gets like uncomfortable or something because of their gender or it's confusing them, it's people will figure it out. Sometimes it's hard to figure out. Sometimes it's really confusing. Um, but yeah, I guess that's what I have to mention. I also, also just wanted to quickly say that if like you don't feel comfortable calling people by their pronouns in some cases, because I feel like some people do that, I'm okay with people using they, them pronouns for me. I'm not saying I'm she, they, but if you just feel more comfortable calling every wait i don't want to word this weirdly but like i'm saying is i don't really care that much about my pronouns just don't call me he him that's the main thing but if you feel comfortable more comfortable saying something else to me than another thing i really don't care that much just try to respect my pronouns but if you want to use they them i don't really care that much about that and also it also depends on the person. Um, yeah. I know some people are all usually use they, them if I don't know their pronouns. Uh, if I'm talking with someone in like the third person, if they're not there, I'll use they, them if I don't know their pronouns. But if you're confused about it and sometimes they, them makes people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes other pronouns make them uncomfortable. So it's just best to ask. Um, and even if it does feel a little awkward because it's not quite the quote unquote normal, even though it should be, um, it makes people feel good. Yeah. It's also. Um, just don't be like my ex who literally would uh, would call me he him all the time, and I told them the only time I felt comfortable with it was when I was in cosplay. Don't I'm be just like him. Saying that also, I'm gonna hunt down Jeff's ex because every time yeah. I hear about him, I get more yeah. and more angry. Yeah. Um, can I come? Yeah. <laughs> I'm also. I'm also just going to put this out there. It's okay to make mistakes with pronouns. Like, there was yeah. a while there when I called Jet she, her, because I forgot to call them um, she, and you'll even find in some podcast episodes. I did it say, by accident. I felt so bad. I was apologizing. For yeah. Days. But to be fair, I do go by she, her once in a while as well. Like, don't worry yeah. about it. I'd re- I you'd it, see I- or hear my reaction if uh, it I'm was gonna, bothering me. I'm going to mention something about apologizing. Um, and... I am obviously not out in or with my pronouns um, or my sexuality and like my non-line life and like over and I've heard things about like over apologizing if you get their gender wrong like it's okay apologize once it makes people feel nice but constantly apologizing can sometimes get a little frustrating and I understand if someone like feels bad but like constantly repeating it sometimes might get a little annoying depends on the person. Just at least apologize once. Don't just ignore it and apologize multiple times. One of those two is just bad. Just one apologizing, that's fine. I was just going to put there, it's okay to make mistakes, but like say if someone called me she, her, I would just, I, I would just say, I mean, I don't even think I'd be too bothered unless I was like hardcore feeling like a them. You know what I mean? But... (laughs) But um, it's okay to make mistakes, but you can't just keep on saying you're making a mistake if you're um, if you're constantly doing it. Like, there's a point where a mistake is not a mistake anymore. There are, like, 
I'm obviously I have no right speaking on this, but I do have this one friend who was very confused about their pronouns for a while, and so they kept changing them, and so like I would make mistakes pretty often, but it's just because I was because it was ha- chat changing so much, and I just have sometimes I do have trouble processing like change really fast. I mean, other situations, I'm fine with it, but it was just in that situation. So if someone's like that, almost all the time, they're going to be fine if you use the wrong pronouns. But just try your best is the summary, I'm assuming. And I never want to try to misgender you. And if I ever do it by accident, just correct me. And I most likely will remember just because I will feel very bad. Anyway, um, I'm going to let... I'm going to let um, Milo talk about something that they feel comfortable talking about that only really they can talk about. So, go ahead. Yeah, um, thank you. Uh, so, I guess I'm not going to mention a ton about it today because I need to do a little more research on what Jake Rowling has said. Um, but I am definitely going to talk about some of the anti-Semitic stuff that she has mentioned because that stuff, for me, is hard to go through, like... During Hanukkah this year, there was a bunch of horrible things, like, said, and it does not make people feel nice. And even though I'm not extremely religious, I definitely have them as part of my life. And my grandparents and my aunts and uncles and cousins, like, that's a part of my life. And it does not feel nice. So if you don't like it, please leave. I'm not going to like you either. And that's all I'm going to say for now. We also wanted to say we will be doing a full episode, most likely, besides a game on J.K. Rowling and all the shit in her books. But we're not going to do that today because I really don't want this podcast to be over two hours like it would be. Anyway, um, pretty much what we're... Is there anything else we need to address? Not today, just because there are some things that do definitely need to be addressed. Like, I'm sure I'm going to get a bunch of DMs about different things once this is posted. We are working on getting people of color, um, Asians, people of different religions, people of different sexualities and um, genders, and just people that are different from us in general to speak about what's happened to them in the series and what's just happened to them in real life, just because... And it's just because we aren't, um, like, we aren't that, and we don't want to say something wrong because we don't, that's not our, it's not our place to address. I mean, we're going, like I said before, we are going to address that there are issues, but we're not going to, we're going to help everyone of, every person of color, every Asian, every, everyone that, Everyone, everyone, that's how I'm going to say it. We will help them speak out and we want them to speak up and we're not going to speak for them. That's what I'm trying to say. We're not going to speak for anyone and we're going to try to get um, more people that are of different race, sexuality, and gender and religion on the podcast so they can talk about it so we don't feel like we are just being... I think the word for it in my case is white savior in some some sense. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not trying to be like that at all. I just want everyone's voice to be heard because there is a lot of problems in the world lately and the, the actual books don't help that much. So we are definitely going to get people on that we can and we hope that you actually listen to this episode because I feel like this is really important. Anyway, this... It's also... Go ahead. It's also- 
It's also important to mention that we will be, I don't know if we're still going to, but this was an idea. We are going to be, because um, this wasn't exactly addressed in this episode, we are going to talk about how it is, how it, what it's like to be a LGBTQ plus fan on mm-hmm. the podcast. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of, of these types of episodes that end with a fun game because all of us are really not good at having serious conversations like this for too long yes. without feeling really bad So, like, or really yeah. upset. So we're going to play games at the end of everything to make everyone feel happy. Anyway, yes. um, it's also, just remember sorry, it's also- um, just remember to love each other and just be kind yeah. to one another. And don't hate on people just because they're slightly different than you. If someone's a rude person, then obviously you don't have to like them. But if someone's a nice person and they're just a different, different, a little different from you, whether it's sexuality, gender, religion, any of that stuff, then why should it matter? That's my whole point. Anyway, we're going to get also, into our game in a minute. I was just going to say this last thing. It's also worth it to mention... We do support you if you're a person of color and all of that. We obviously never directly said it. But, like, say, if you, like, drop your TikTok link, or TikTok link, TikTok in a comment section or something, we're going to follow it regardless of your race or anything. Like, it's not, I know that that's a problem with people of color and the fandom, and... We are going to address that, but we need someone who's actually going, who's actually going through it. It was, there was a lot of, um, racist and anti-Semitic people on TikTok a few months ago, and I know a lot of the bigger Harry Potter creators spoke out about it, um, so we are going to try to get people, not necessarily big TikTokers, but just people that did, or people that feel comfortable speaking about those things, that it applies to them. We're definitely going to try to keep getting them on the podcast. And that sums up the not not so also, fun things, but things that need to be talked about. Also, we're going to do more, but also in international stuff, because, like, yep. it's, it, it's a lot heavier than people think being international, not having English as your first language and doing these kinds of things, especially at... 3.20 a.m. in the morning. Thank you. <laughs> but can we just acknowledge how good Jet is at English? Like, I'm not even that good at English, and it's my first language. Okay. I started learning English when I was six years old. I'm also, I'm also going to put out there, I don't know if all of us support this, but at least I I support Black Lives Matter. I do, too. Yes. We all and do. We all can do I say one thing real quick that happened when I was younger? Just one quick thing. Yeah. Yeah. I were according my parents told me that there were parents who would be like, You really think it's okay for your kid to hang out with uh with like the that kid with the with a different color of skin. My parents were like, Yeah, we don't care. Oh now she's having fun with a friend. People would yeah. actually point out parents. I would also point it have out. that sort of problems because I have one cousin who's brown and one color who's black and i do get or one color who's black one cousin who's black and i do get looks for hanging out with them even though they're family yeah um i'm just the reason why we're not going into depth about these situations is because the racist and um like those comments and those looks aren't being directed at us it's being directed at other people so that's why we're not saying because like I said before, we're not trying to be like, this happened to me. Like, I, people, someone was racist towards me. We're not trying to say that at all. That's why we're trying to get other people on the podcast besides the four of us mainly. 
Marilyn Manson. I was just going to put this last thing out there and then you can speak, Miles. We are not treating Black Lives Matter like a trend. I still no, support it. I, I still, always. I still, whenever I come across a TikTok sound or an Instagram post, I do try to put it up. I do try to put it on my story or something. And if I see something on one of my mutuals stories, I will repost it to mine because I actually usually only follow fan accounts, but I can usually still get to that stuff because it's not a trend to us. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to not go into huge detail about this this time, um, but the goblin or the goblins in... Uh, the bank in Harry Potter is very anti-Semitic and it is very rude. And if you look at the, you try to find a picture, you look at the bottom of the, um, or the floor, sorry, it kind of represents the Jewish star. Um, and they're just, it's a lot. I'm not gonna go on a rant because it's gonna make this podcast like three hours long so i'll talk about that another day anyway our summary is we love everyone that is a nice person we want you all to be kind to each other and we want you all to respect one another and everything about one another um everyone has flaws always remember that but these types of things are not flaws but they are things these aren't flaws they are things that everyone that people are different on but they're not flaws, if that makes sense. I'm sorry, it's kind of getting late here, and I'm- I have school tomorrow, and I'm very tired. But we're going to go into the game now, so we will stop talk- talking about this, because we've been talking about this for an hour and 13 minutes. So I'm going to do a segue in a second. Anyway. Okay, our second segment. A much more us segment, if that makes sense. Um, We're going to be doing um the BuzzFeed... What is your Hogwarts house percentage quiz? Because why not? Anyway, I think all the questions are in the same order, so hopefully they are, so I can read the question and then we can say what we're picking. Um, I'll I'll just read the question and then you'll say what you're picking, I guess. Um, you've made it to Hogwarts, which means you've already bought a wand from Ollivander's. What material material is at its core? Phoenix feather, dragon heartstring, or unicorn hair? I would be a unicorn hair. Unicorn hair. Mine would be dragon heartstring because I'm pretty sure that's the one that's good for transfiguration. I'm going to pick Phoenix Feather because I want to be different. I'm kidding. I would pick Phoenix (laughs) Feather because I like phoenixes. Um, Okay, um, next question. During the end of year exams, you noticed that one of your classmates was using an enchanted quill. You come at the top of the class anyway, but they are second. What do you do? Number one, tell the professor immediately. Cheating is wrong no matter what. Nothing. But if I hadn't come to the... come, the, I can't speak. Sorry. Nothing. But if I hadn't come top of the class, I'd definitely tell the professor. Number three, encourage other students to admit what they've done to the professor. Number five, give them a high five for managing to sneak, a, sneak the quill into the exam. I would do encourage other students to admit what they've done to the professor. Yeah, same I thing. agree. Because I'm on the like Cheaters. I'm just saying. Okay. Shame. Who wants to read the next one? I can read it. Go ahead. You would be most hurt if a person called you weak, ignorant, unkind, or boring. Unkind. I would, 
I would pick ignorant because I like to think that I have everything. Not everything, but I like to think that I try to know all of the stances on things. I would definitely do unkind because that hurts me. I, I don't like being called ignorant. I really don't. Yeah, like, it's something either. in me just hurts. Yeah. Okay, Jet, you wanna... I'm so being such a Hufflepuff during this. <laughs> Jet, do you want to read the next one? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> You're locked in a duel with a skilled opponent. The fire... Uh, they fire an unknown spell at you, and you shout. Expelliarmus, Protego, Stupefy, or Crucio? Crucio, dang. I'd say Protego. I would do Protego. I would do Expelliarmus just because it's disarming, and Protego, it could bounce back on them, but it could be a hurtful spell, and I really am not about to kill someone. <laughs> well, the thing is, the thing is, I'd be more involved in, like, protecting myself, and I would, oh. and... The only, and if it's an unknown spell, I already know it's not an unforgivable, so it will bounce off. True, but also, if you did see my award show on my Instagram, I was voted most likely to be Harry Potter, so we all know his signature spell. <laughs> so, okay, Sorry. I'm, I'm gonna read, I'll read the next one. It's your fifth year at Hogwarts, and you just received a howler from your parents. What for? Sneaking into the Forbidden Forest at, at night on a dare, getting caught cheating in a, my divination owl, being put in detention after I was caught in the library after hours. Nothing. I'd never get a warrant. I'd never do anything to warrant a Hollywood. Honestly, I'd be caught in the library because I would probably fall asleep if I studied too much. I would, I would also be in the library that. because I want to read everything. <laughs> I would also be um, caught in the library because I just kind of read all day, every day. And if I'm not reading, I'm writing and I need to research to write. Okay, so I really want to say nothing. I'd never do anything to warn a howler, but I'm pretty sure I'd be um, in the library because I read too much because I escaped from my life. Move. We said we're nerds and we're proud. Yeah. Okay. Um, which of these Dumbledore quotations speak to you? Pity the living and all above those who live without love. Number two. Words are, in my not so humble opinion, are most. Exhaustible source of magic. Number three, it matters not what someone is born, but what they grow up to be. Number four, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. I'm going to say what I'm picking first. Um, I like all of his quotes. I don't like him, but I like his quotes. But I'm going to pick, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. Because I feel like I do that a lot. Like, like we said before, I read to escape from my life. And I feel like I really shouldn't do that. And I should just... Because I feel like dreams could also be interpreted as stories and that stuff. And me and my friends have a conversation about it, and I just feel like that I should listen to that quote. I'm about to be a basic basic Ravenclaw bitch right now, but I would choose words are, in my not-so-humble opinion, our most inexhaustible source of magic. Because first of all, that's quite literally the truth if you go to spell lore and stuff. But also... Um, because that's sort of how I get that's sort of how I get my point across most of the time. Mm-hmm. I I um I'm a very literal person and even though I use sarcasm and stuff, I'm literal. I have to say what I'm like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also I agree, like I would choose that as well, but also you know, when you are a writer, that is also like literally what is what you use, that is your magic. You're what yeah. you're creating is what you're writing. Yeah, I do. Um, It matters not what someone is born, but what they grow up to be, because, I don't know, kind of hits me, because 
gender and sexuality and that shit, but continue. Okay, go ahead. Um, next person who wants to read. Which of these most accurately describes your relationship with your closest friends? I love surrounding myself with people. The more friends I have, the better. I have few very close friends that I would trust with my life. I tend to be wary around new people, so don't make new friends often. I find myself becoming friends with people who can help me to succeed. I personally have a few very close friends because um, I I have social anxiety and it's just really hard to actually make friends who aren't going to become my, my friends for life because they have to try so hard to be my friend. See, I'm the same. Um, I had a, I've had conversations with my friends. Um, he pretty much was like, we were talking about it, and we were like, we're not gonna stop our lives for our high school friends and stuff. But the thing is, I'm not good at change, and I'm really scared of lose losing my friends. So I only ever have close friends because I'm always scared of losing people or people betraying me. Wow, I really sound like <laughs> serious black <laughs> over here. Um, but anyway, yeah, continue. I So none of these fit with me very well because I personally would prefer to have one or two really close friends but have like a huge group of friends that like I don't really share like my deepest darkest secrets with. Not that I do that. But, like, have friends who I'll happily be around and who share the same interests with me. So I'm going to go with the loves. I love surrounding myself with people. The more friends I have, better, because it's kind of similar, but not exactly me. I have a lot of friends, but the thing is, I don't really count all of them as, like, close. I count them as, you know, casual friends, like, almost acquaintances. But some people, they know, like, everything. Like, they are my few very yeah. close friends that I would literally trust with my life, so that's what I'm picking. Okay, Jack, go ahead and read the next question. Okay, which of your skills are you most proud of? My ability to absorb new information. My ability to make new friends. My ability to get what I want. My ability to keep secrets. I picked my ability to new absorb new information in a sense, I guess, because I have this weird memory thing that I have where I almost can never forget something that happened. Like, I can tell you what I did on my vacation when I was four years old, and if I'm reading something that I'm really into, I can't recite it word for word, but I can tell you almost exactly what happened, just not word for word. It's sort of like, I don't, it's sort of like an eidetic memory, but not exactly, if that makes sense. Like, I can't I remember things word for word, but I can pretty close. I am also picking my ability to absorb new information, but I feel like it's more because of the autism thing. I should really be set back because I have to learn in a, I have to learn in a different way, and I just find it really cool that I can still, like, do things, almost. Uh, I'm also picking the ability to absorb new information because... I just know weird stuff about literally, like, I will, I once, like, uh, read something in my midterm for Norwegian. I still remember it. It was three years ago. Um, I'm gonna let y'all guess what I'm gonna do. (laughs) (laughs) Make new friends. (laughs) Yeah. I make friends very easily. Also, probably because I probably will look for myself. Yeah. (laughs) Our next question is the first Quidditch match of the scene. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh my god, what was that? I'm doing a weird accent. I'm really tired. The first Quidditch match of the scene. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> you can't 
<laughs> way to get involved. What role are you playing? Seeker, I want the glory. Chaser, I like to be involved and work it as part of a team. Beater, I like having the power. Or I'll be in the crowd making sure supporter moral, moral is high. Personally, I'm picking Seeker. Not because I want the glory, just because I would be the Seeker. Because I like that position. I'm picking... I'm picking Chaser because I'm really into basketball, and also that sort of describes me a little. Okay, here's the thing. Um, I'm, I would love to play Quidditch if it wasn't for my my friend of heights. But True. at the same time, I wouldn't want to be in the crowds. I want to be a Chaser, but as I love to work on team, I used to play handball for like five years. And literally, if you think about it, being a Chaser is like playing handball in the air. True. Mm. Okay, so I would kill to be a seeker, but my division is absolutely horrible. Have you met her, James also, Potter? Didn't, didn't subs- didn't yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but I also Don't. really want to whack a flying ball in someone's direction, so I'm going to say a beater, and that's my dark side of Hufflepuff. <laughs> oh okay, go ahead, um, Milo. You can be the next one. Okay, you allowed a pet at Hogwarts, an owl, a cat, or a toad. Which do you bring? Owl, cat, toad, <laughs> nothing. I can't be trusted to look after a pet. I would say a cat, even though an owl would be awesome because I could get letters. I would pick a cat because I like cats. I would pick a cat too because that's literally my spirit animal. Like literally, my spirit animal is a fucking panther, and I and that is a cat. I'm sorry. All I can imagine there was a litter box. <laughs> <laughs> I would pick owl just because I I don't want to be borrowing the school's owl or my friend's owl just because they might need it and like. I just want to have my own ways of communication. Also, I would still sneak my two cats in and my dog somehow because I would miss them too much. <laughs> yeah, um, my dad is allergic to cats, so there's no way I'm picking cats. <laughs> and um, uh, no, I'm not the biggest fan of toads, but I freaking love owls, so I would pick owl. Like, owls were one of my favorite animals when I was, like, 12. <laughs> and they still kind of are. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. You finished your homework and you have some free time. You decide to spend some time away from your common room. Where do you go? The Forbidden Forest, the library, the kitchen, the room of requirement. You won't fucking believe what I'm going to pick. Yeah, me <laughs> no idea. The um, library. 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 See, I'm going to be the smart one. I'm going to be the smart one for once and say room of requirements because it can change into whatever you want it to be. So I can have it part forbidden forest, part library, and part kitchen. Boom. You guys saw me geek out over the book thief. Like, what else would I pick? I literally read a minimum of three books a week. Kitchens, also because I'm lazy and don't want to go anywhere else and it's right next to my common room. We will see <laughs> if it is. Well, I know it is. I know where the hell is. Yeah. No, but you might not be a Hufflepuff after this quiz. I'm kidding. You Shut are. up. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't kid. Also, this is my We're talking about the ultimate Hufflepuff. I'm just saying. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, James and a Hufflepuff. What else could you get? J- yes. Jack, go ahead and read next question. What would you see in What would you see in the mirror of Erised? Myself, surrounded by riches. Myself, surrounded by my loving family and friends. Myself, knowledge above all. <laughs> Self, experience a marvelous adventure. Myself, surrounded by my loving family and friends, because as much as I hate them sometimes, I can't live without them. 
Um, it is my goal in life to learn everything about everything, so I will pick knowledgeable, but also I feel like I can use that knowledge to be surrounded by riches anyway. So, you know, I, I really don't know what I want to choose. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I feel surrounded by love and family and friends. Um, yeah, I am so I am so like like itchy to start university that I feel like it just fits for me being like knowledge. Give me the yeah. There's such I know, claws. I know I'm like four years I know I'm like four years younger than you, but same. <laughs> yeah, but you get it. Like I will see yeah. you, yeah, enjoy, you get to so learn about things you want to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Choose the Deathly Hallow, the Elder One, the Resurrection Stone, or the Cloak of Invisibility. I'm cl- cute. Yeah. I'm choosing the cloak. Because, obviously, if you haven't heard the tale of the three brothers, if, cloak. That is a smart choice. I go cloak. <laughs> oh, I'm James Potter. James Potter, yes. you like? I've lost a few people in my life, so I'm sorry. I'm picking the Resurrection Stone. Ooh, I have a new theory about the Resurrection... Okay, I can't talk, because I don't know when this episode's coming out. But, anyway... Um, this episode, if we just filmed one earlier today where we did, um, theories, and I have a theory about the Deathly Hollows, but we won't get into that today. Um, okay. Go ahead, Myla. Am I talking, I think? Yeah. Which path do you intend to follow after leaving Hogwarts? I joined the ministry. I want to make a difference in the world. I think I'll travel for a while before committing to a career. I'd settle down and start a family as soon as possible. I continue to work hard in order to achieve as much success as possible. I chose, I, I think I'd travel for a while before committing for, to a career, which will surprise a lot of people that know me, because I am very, like, I have to get everything done and stuff, but I, the reason why, because I really want to travel now, as it is, and, like, I just feel like it's weird that you have to pick your future career when you're, like, 18 years old, and if you change it, then you have to go through even more schooling, yeah. so. yeah. Yeah. I'd also travel for a while because there are a lot of places that I want to go and I want to settle outside of the States. So, yeah. I join the ministry. Um, okay, so um, something a lot of people don't know about me is that once that I have like gotten more like I've actually like probably done some teaching because that's something I want to do and I've written books and all that stuff I want to go into uh, politics uh, in Norway so I joined the ministry because I do want to make a difference in the world like there's so many things I've discussed with my dad about like what I want to change with things in Norway you've made the world a better place Jet thank you I know (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay. someone read the last question and finally, we know that the Sorting Hat takes into account your preferences. So, which house, which Hogwarts house do you want? Do you identify with most closely? I already picked this, so I already see my answers. Yes, yeah, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, and Slytherin. Um, I did Hufflepuff, and I really wonder why. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say what mine is first. I'm 38. Did you choose? Oh, I chose Gryffindor. Choose? I chose Gryffindor. 
Okay. Okay. I'm 38% Gryffindor, 25% Ravenclaw, 21% Slytherin, and 16% Hufflepuff. Oh, wait. Wrong thing. 21% Hufflepuff and 16% Slytherin. Um, I'll read the thing quickly. Just like Hermione Granger, you are ultimately placed in Gryffindor, but the Sorting Hat seriously considered putting you in Ravenclaw. You are a natural-born leader, often taking control of the reins from others whose recklessness or dedication to facts or knowledge clouds their judgment. You are intelligent, but acknowledge that there are more important things in life, and therefore aim to use your intelligence and determination to fight for what you believe it to be right. Your slight compatibility with Hufflepuff House suggests a deep love and appreciation for those close to you, which you may keep hidden for fear of being hurt. That is so accurate. That scares me. Okay, so I identify as a Slitherclaw, but I can accept this. Um, 47% Ravenclaw, 20% Hufflepuff, 20% Gryffindor, and 13% Slytherin. You definitely belong in Ravenclaw, but you have a kindness that sets you apart from most. As some Ravenclaws can be seen as slightly haughty or intimidating, which I like to think that I am, but apparently I'm not. Your Hufflepuff side means that you are more approachable and therefore have an easier time making friends. Um, This is, I'm sorry, this is aimed at the girl who spent um, eighth grade saying not interested to people who approached me, just putting that out there. <laughs> Despite your softness, you find it easy to detach yourself from emotional situations and give object- objective viewpoints, which I like to think is true. Making you the perfect person to go to for advice. I am that friend, so yeah. Your slight compa- compatibility with Gryffindor House hints at an underlying devi- desire desire for adventure that may manifest itself and a love of travel or trying new things which is true you wanna go okay uh, okay so I, I I used to be you know more of a raven puff but I think apparently some shit that I've gone through the past year has led me to apparently change hybrid house anyways uh, you're I am 50% Ravenclaw wow. stop being more Ravenclaw than me hey. <laughs> I'm okay 50% Ravenclaw 19% Gryffindor 16% Hufflepuff and 15% Slytherin <clears throat> okay you, be- you believe above all in the importance of wisdom which is why you undoubtedly belong in Ravenclaw but your sense of adventure means you may also have an FN Affinity for Gryffindor House. I mean, it's kind of fitting, but it's like going to a different country for university. Um, <clears throat> you're a thrill seeker. You love to travel, and there's nothing more exciting to you than a new new experiences. And believe that the adventure is essential in the pursuit of knowledge. You're brave, but would never uh, intentionally put yourself in danger, placing your placing you firmly in Ravenclaw. Your slight compatibility with Hufflepuff House suggests a deep love and appreciation for those close to you, which you may keep hidden uh, for fear of being hurt. Which is also very fitting for the sake of my ex and ex best friend. <laughs> okay, so um, I am a Hufflepuff with a ring. Uh, sorry, with a side house of Slytherin, but obviously this thought differently. I am forty six percent Hufflepuff. No surprise. Twenty four percent Ravenclaw. Big surprise. Twenty one percent Gryffindor and nine percent Slytherin. The first sentence: You belong in Hufflepuff without question, but your Ravenclaw. Sorry. <laughs> but your Ravenclaw-esque appreciation for knowledge means your many friends come to you when they need advice for some with, someone with a level head. Sorry, this is funny. Um, when you enjoy, while you enjoy any kind of learning, working as part of a team is where you truly thrive. You're an excellent collaborator and understand that communication with others is an essential part of learning, and more importantly, growing as a person. 
Ishlight compatibility with Gryffindor House hints at an underlying desire for adventure that may manifest itself into love of traveling or trying new things. These are all very accurate for no reason. I'm loving You're I'm just putting not agree with Claw. I'm just putting this out there. Um this quiz seems to be against Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we yeah. have one more or, or we just because, yeah. Okay, so Because we have... I know that I know that I'm I'm creative and trying to be smart above all, but I also know that I'm extremely ambitious. Like sadly ambitious. Same. So okay, probably okay. Take the next so there, we're gonna play one more quick game. We aren't gonna read everything. We're just gonna do it off recording and then we're gonna come back with our results so stay tuned for that i mean you're gonna hear it in like two seconds but that's not our time so haha okay so we we just took him who is your marauders era person my main person surprisingly was regulus black hey then 20 i'm scared then i'm scared 20, that i'm not and then i've Wait, hold on. That's weird. Never mind. I'm, I'm scared of not percent- getting Regulus now. Now that I know. Never that mind. He's Th- those aren't actual percentages. I've gotten Regulus, and I've actually took this quiz before, and then I got James, and I took it another time, and I got Ramus. So I'm everyone, bro. No. Okay. Does is, is anyone else done that one? Hey, no. That's true. What is the very hell? true? Go ahead, Jack. Let me guess. I you got Ramus. I'm mad. Mad. Yes. Jet got Ramus, as you could probably assume. Big surprise. I'm yeah, so I got James. Ah, Are you crazy? I'm taking this. I got, I got Lily as my first and Regulus as my second. Wow. I got I got Remus as my first, James as my no, second. I Wait, what the hell? I got twelve percent Lily. 21% Regulus and 20% Sirius. I got mainly, my first was Regulus, second Wait, no, Ramus. Or first Regulus, second Sirius, third uh, James, and then fourth Marlene? And, or no, not I Marlene, not, Lily. Anyway. I am not accepting these. Okay, I am not accepting these. I'm not and, accepting these results. I'm retaking the quiz. Okay. I just read this. Um, yeah, I got Remus. Okay. You're a million shades of gray. There's good or bad when it comes to you. You're an incredible complex person who never does anything without thinking it through first. You rarely let your guard down and even to your closest friends. You're very intelligent. You're fiercely loyal, insanely funny, witty and sarcastic, and you have a heart of gold. You deserve all the love in the world. Remember that. Really said you no, we know you don't love yourself. Okay, so we're gonna rest you this don't love up. Yourself. Anyway, just a reminder that if you want to be on the podcast, feel free to DM us. We are currently struggling about how we're going to post this because now we have to pay to post it. Ah, I got Regulus again. (laughs) Very, very upset. I am retaking it. Okay, well, I'm going to wrap. No, you know what? I'm going to wrap up. Nine percent James Potter. What the hell is this? I'm going to wrap up um my thing. Anyway. (laughs) Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode that I don't know what number it is because we're filming it randomly of the podcast. Anyway, um, I hope you had 
I hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. DM us with any ideas you want to hear or any type of thing you want to hear on the podcast. Anyway, have a great week, morning, night. I don't know what time it is for you. Anyway, Mischief Managed.